0: Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics,
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and
0: data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the
2: podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events,
1: but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist.
2: In this episode, we're talking about the Berlin Wall, part two. So grab your David Hasselhoff and let's get civical. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski. And welcome back to Berlin. How do you say hello in German? I don't know. Hallo? 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 Oh, man. Oh, my Guys, gosh. This is a bad We're start. starting
1: it How do off. you
2: say hello in German? Oh, it's hello. I was right. Okay, hello. Great. H a l l o.
1: Hello. Hello.
2: The German language, very on the simpler side of languages, I find. As far as like similarities to English, there's yes. So hello, goodbye, and Mm -hmm. and and how do you say goodbye in German? How do you say goodbye? Goodbye. Is oh Alvdellson obviously Oh, of
1: course of course obviously of course it's
2: Alvdellson uh, so yeah. hello to Germany Alvdellson to the Berlin Wall um because she's going down today
1: ah uh, hasta la vista hasta la Auf Berlin Wall <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't let the door kick you on the way out
2: for those of you who are tuning in for the absolute first time in your entire lives this is part two. Of the Berlin Wall, so I, I do suggest putting a quick pause mm-hmm. on this episode and going and listening to part one, how she came to be. I think it is helpful. We have to know how we got here to know how we get rid of the Berlin Wall.
1: Exactly. So
2: that is what that episode was. And also while you're doing that, rate, review, and subscribe. Yes,
1: Once again, that's yes. me.
2: Saying it at the top and not the bottom. Except I will say it
1: again at the bottom. So of good. course, the top and the bottom. It's what every relationship needs: a top and a bottom, a top and a bottom, a yin and a yang. Mm-hmm.
2: So anywho, we're diving right into to part two, which is like the more jazzy part. I think
1: you know, yeah. Like I, I, it's. The, I feel like this is the part that we all that people learn about. It's the fall yeah. of the wall,
2: fall um, of the wall, the
1: fall of the wall, and. Yeah, this was really interesting to research a lot of things I didn't know, but also we've both been to Berlin. So having seen the remnants of Mm -hmm. the Berlin Wall, it was interesting to learn about how how it came down and and that it was actually like the announcement of it was like a huge mistake. So, yeah. So we're going to we're going to talk about how she came down and why and why. What was the straw that broke the Berlin Wall's back? Listen listen (laughs) you know what i think the moral of the story is people just didn't like communism (laughs) moral of the story i think people were just like "Mm, this shit not good kind of sucks kind of sucks for humans i
2: would also say like you know i am not a communist in any stretch of the imagination but i also feel like what the soviet union and east berlin Slash East Germany were doing was like bad communism, like, like oh yes, like like not doing it at like textbook how it's supposed to be, right, 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 Supposed to be done,
1: right, right. Um,
2: again, not a fan, but I also feel like this isn't how it's supposed to
1: happen. Like this no, is no. corrupt
2: communism. Like yes, communism yes, yes. isn't supposed to be
1: corrupt, right? Like what essentially you have is a corrupt government that you're yes. calling communist, corrupt. and. You know what? A corrupt government? Never good for the people. Never good. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think we've ever seen an example
2: of non-corrupt communism. It's very but true. You know what? Yeah. Yep. If, if somebody disagrees, let me know who, what, when, where, and why. Why? But all that to say, Berlin Wall came down, and mm-hmm. we are going to talk about it. But before yes. we do, tell us about the sources.
1: Okey-dokey. Okay. dokie. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Off (laughs) you go. We have two articles from history.com. Our tried and true. We adore her, our beloved. Adore her. Adore Mm. her so much. The Department of State. A little blurb about the history of the Berlin Wall. A wonderful article by Paul Sullivan from The Guardian. And he talks about the Berlin Wall Trail, what's like the the remnants of the Berlin Wall, what's left Mm, and mm -hmm. like the parts you can go see and and what there's different like paths and like different kind of directions you can walk it. And so he gives some tips on that. And then a lovely article from the BBC that I didn't see an author for. So we didn't list one. But shout out to the BBC. (laughs) Shout out to the BBC. Yeah, they had a lovely article about the 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 announcement when they mm. announced that the Berlin Wall was coming down. And I was like, I had no idea about any of this. This is yeah. fascinating.
2: They made a whole song and dance about this Berlin Wall coming down. Uh,
1: Can't wait to talk about it. Can't oh my wait God. to talk about it. Well, I don't even think the dance is in here. Wait, are you literally talking about a song and a dance? Or are you talking about a celebration? Did I literally? I'm talking about a celebration. I was using okay, song and dance okay, okay, as a metaphor.
2: I I I do know that David Hasselhoff was present at some point. So Oh was, was he not? Is that a thing? Listen, I it's not. This an, up? <laughs> it's not
1: in the notes, but I listen, I am willing to go there with you. This is like Wait, the time, hold the thing on. that you say. What was that that lie that you told people that you thought was true?
2: Oh, that um Creed from The Office is the
1: front man of the band Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it is fine to put out into the world that David Hasselhoff was present at the fall of the Berlin Wall. That sounds Okay, but hold on. I'm Googling it because God help us.
2: Oh, oh, it's a total thing. Oh, my God. It is a thing. On on New Year's Eve, 1989, Hasselhoff, this is from a Washington Post article, Hasselhoff hovered in a bucket crane over a crowd of thousands who gathered to celebrate the collapse of the Berlin Wall. He had come there to sing his German pop hit, Looking for Freedom. And this is, yeah, this is like a thing. Oh. We will post this picture. He like it's people sitting on the Berlin Wall and David Hasselhoff literally in a (laughs) in like a cherry, a fire truck cherry picker crane singing to the crowd. Ah, that's so fun. I am so glad I did not make this up.
1: No, this is better. This is better. I feel like this is where the research has paid off. Yeah, oh,
2: this is where my education paid off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, he's you like yeah, it? hovering over the crowd. Oh, a fun. true song and dance. A, a true, true showman. Song and yes. Wow. I love this. Okay, great. So that's that was a little
2: that was a little fun fact up top. Mm-hmm. That was like me. That's what I that's truly other than the the famous line this is what I associate with the fall of the Berlin Wall is David Hassel. <laughs> the famous line so, being
1: Mr. Gorbachev.
2: Yeah, you can't yeah. Well, you can't say it because we're not there yet because it doesn't fall.
1: Anymore. No, no, no.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But okay, let, yeah. let's recap. Yeah. Let's recap yeah. how we got yeah. here so we can talk. We can finally get into this wall coming down. So a quick recap of last week's episode. But again, listen to last week's episode. So the construction of the Berlin Wall stopped the flood of refugees from east to west and it did diffuse the crisis over Berlin though he was not happy about it president JFK conceded that quote a wall is a hell of a lot better than a war so i don't know i mean like
1: sure, sure.
2: but like to 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 think this was this was the best options out of all
1: of the options <laughs> aside from war. <laughs> right. Mm, maybe something else. Also, I don't think maybe this would top 10. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm like, th- this is true that this was better than an all out war with the Soviet Union. However, we couldn't have come up with like a a better, better solution. Absolutely. Almost two years after the Berlin wall was erected, JFK delivered one of the most famous addresses of his presidency to a crowd of more than 120,000 gathered outside West Berlin City Hall, just steps from the Brandenburg Gate. Kennedy's speech has largely been remembered for one particular phrase, quote, I am a Berliner. Yeah. Very famous speech. JFK could, could do a speech. He could do a speech. Great orator, you would say. As we talked about last week, in all, at least 171 people were killed trying to get over, under, or around the Berlin Wall. Although I still say it's more than that. (laughs) Escape from East Germany was not impossible, however. From 1961 until the wall came down in 1989, more than 5,000 East Germans, including some 600 border guards, managed to cross the border by jumping out of windows adjacent to the wall. Climbing over the barbed wire. Ooh, flying in hot air balloons. I mean, sure. Absolutely. Crawling through sewers and driving through unfortified parts of the wall at high speeds. So, planes, trains, and
1: automobiles. Yes, people were desperate to get out. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not not where I would want to be for 28 years.
1: No, it sounds awful. Awful. No, thank you. No, thank you. So let's talk about why the wall was torn down. Aside from being just like bad idea, a bad <laughs> idea all around and unpleasant yeah. to look at, and feeling like you're in a prison. Ugly wall.
2: Ugly We're not wall. saying that.
1: Ugly wall. Ugly wall. I mean, now there's like nice paintings on the remnants of it, but ugly wall. Yeah, not cute. Not cute. By the 1980s, the quadripartite Agreement of 1971 enabled more legal border crossings, including thousands of East Germans working in the West. Gorbachev, in expressing hope, said, quote, It is not easy to change the approaches on which East-West relations have been built for 50 years. But the new is knocking on every door and window. U.S. political officer Jonathan Greenwald took a cue from Gorbachev, reporting that in East Germany, he was contemplating changes, quote, from the top, the kinds of changes Gorbachev was trying to institute in the Soviet Union, so it's already it's not looking good for the no. Soviet Union. Things no. are kind of falling apart, and really bad, really bad, and they're losing support, um, country by country. Slowly, yeah. people who are rebelling against um, communism in the Soviet Union are winning political power where they can and it starts to grow and gorbachev is seeing the writings on the walls yeah proverbial wall and probably literal and and he's you know starting to to have some 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 reconsiderations and reconnoiter about the wall so reform movements were already stirring in the communist bloc years of activism and strikes in poland culminated in its ruling communist party voting to legalize the banned solidarity train union which by February 1989 was in talks with the government. And as a result of those talks, a partially free elections in the summer saw it capture seats in parliament. So they had basically like done what Russia does and like made illegal some of the political parties. Mm -hmm. Those parties then went into talks with the government and got Became non illegal. It became non illegal once, yeah. won some of their the things they wanted. Also known as legal. <laughs> also, also known as they became not. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they won. They start. There were partially free, partially free elections, and it won some seats in parliament. So slowly, this is what starts to happen. Mm-hmm. So in Poland, though the communists retained a quota of seats, Solidarity, which is the the party, swept the board wherever it was allowed to stand. So people are like, well, we can't. Where we can vote for non communists, yes, we will. that is what we want, and we will. Yeah. Yeah. The Hungarians also launched mass demonstrations for democracy. In May of 1989, 150 miles of barbed wire were dismantled along the border with Austria, which was the first chink in the Iron Curtain. Hungary's 1956 revolution was brutally suppressed by the Soviets, but this part of it was succeeding. Mm -hmm. By August, the revolutionary wave had truly reignited on the fringe. Two million people across Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania, which were then part of the Soviet Union, held one of the most memorable demonstrations of the so-called singing revolution when they formed a 370 mile human chain across the Baltic Republics calling for independence. Could you imagine? No, That that would be so crazy. So crazy. So crazy. You can't get 10 people to agree on a pizza. No. And yet all these people are holding hands like... Well,
2: when the stakes are high...
1: Right. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hands across America. Or the world. Or the Baltics. Mm. Mm. Then, on October 9th, within days of East Germany celebrating its 40th anniversary, 70,000 people took to the streets. So it's happening all over. People are protesting. They're running for election... They're trying they're fighting for reforms wherever they can get them. There were calls for free elections from West Germany and talk of reform from East Germany's new communist leader, Egon Krenz, but no one knew the fall of the wall was just weeks away. So it was kind of surprising. When it happens. Well, And
2: it's all right. happening very quickly. I feel like very Poland's quickly. going, Hungary's going. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, 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 the hand-holding is happening, and then yes. the wall falls. It's like, the, the crumbling of the Iron Curtain is surprisingly
1: quick once it's it quick. starts. Yeah. In late October of 1989, Parliament in Hungary, which had been among the first to hold mass demonstrations, adopted le- legislation providing for the direct presidential elections, and multi party parliamentary election. So, like, yes, but they're every, like, the first thing, because how can you, you can't take back a country if you don't have the right to elect Rule the people yourself. <laughs> who are in charge? You don't, right? Yes. You know? So it's all happening. And then, Nail in the coffin. Nail in the coffin. On October 31st, the numbers demanding democracy in East Germany swelled to half a million. So people oh, yeah. are angry, they're rising up. And they're they're taking they're taking back their their country. They're They're taking back back their country. Yeah.
2: We're gonna take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors.
0: As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. Grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back
1: His next part should have come a little bit earlier because now we're taking a little bit of a back step. But just well, to give you some context. In the midst fine. of all of the uprisings and all in of that. In the
2: midst of everything interstate right Ronald Reagan. Uh-huh. And now he's here. So on June 12, 1987, so this is a few years before we really start cooking, standing on the West German side of the Berlin Wall with the iconic Brandenburg Gate at his back, Reagan declared, quote, General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Reagan then waited for the applause to die down before continuing, quote, Mr. Gorbachev, Tear down this wall. Oh. What is funny about this quote is that I always associate it with like the night the wall came down.
1: Yeah. It's and not. it was
2: actually two years prior to the wall yeah. coming down that this famous quote happened. So I actually think the placement of this is correct in how I feel like my memory of the wall and uh. the, the like the the things that I like remember from school about it. Obviously yeah. Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. Iconic. Iconic. But I always thought it was like then I thought Reagan was just there. <laughs> it's an it's an evening in Berlin and Reagan's like, mm, oh my gosh. A cool sound the breeze. microphone. It's him and David Hasselhoff chilling out. Oh my god. Oh my God. Hysterical. But two years earlier. Reagan's tactics were a departure from his three immediate predecessors. Presidents Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, and James Earl Carter Jr., who all focused on policy of oh gosh. De, de, de. <laughs> I thought you were gonna let me try. I thought you were gonna let me try. <laughs> who all I thought, focused I thought you were asking me. No, no, I was de, gonna give it a de, I was gonna give it a whirl de. and I was gonna ah, be wrong. No, I'm sorry. So all three of those presidents focused on a policy of detente with the Soviet Union, playing down Cold War tensions and trying to foster a peaceful coexistence between the two nations. Reagan dismissed... Dente? What is it? (laughs) Detente. Al dente? Al dente. Detente. Detente. He dismissed his pasta. He dismissed his pasta. Reagan dismissed Dante. Detente. (laughs) <laughs> it's because you say it and then i look at the word and Re- i can't it they it doesn't look how it's spelled because it's french uh,
1: it's french it,
2: yes one more time say it for me detente detente reagan dismissed detente as quote a one-way street that the Soviet Union has used to pursue its own aim. So
1: Reagan's coming in hot and yeah. hard. I gotta say, like, like mm-hmm. but not a major fan of Reagan. I'm gonna go out on not know and say that. But but this? Hell yeah. This is great. Sure. sure. Yeah. He was like, uh, no. No. And no. We're not no. friends. Mm-mm. There's no coexisting here. You're wrong. You're wrong. And I'm not going to just politely ignore you and ignore yeah. the atrocities and the lack of, you know, like, the, basically like the ill-gotten power that all of these countries continue to to have over the people who live, you know, who live in these countries. Right. So tearing down of Ziwal. It was on November 9th, 1989, five days after half a million people gathered in East Berlin in a mass protest that the Berlin Wall dividing communist East Germany from West Germany crumbled. East German leaders had tried to calm mounting protests by loosening the borders, making travel easier for East Germans, but they had not intended to open up the border completely. It was a mistake. Mm -hmm. The changes were meant to be fairly minor, by the way. Oh, the changes were meant to be fairly minor, but the way they were delivered had major consequences. So this is all coming from a BBC article that was like actually really interesting to read. Notes about the new rules were handed to a spokesman, Gunter Schabowski, who had no time to read them before his regular press conference. So when he read the note aloud for the first time, reporters were stunned. Because, yes, he's like, the Berlin Wall is no no longer in effect. Stunned. Done. so like, we're done. We're done. Quote, private travel outside the country can now be applied for without prerequisites, he said. <laughs> okay. Surprise journalists clamored for more details. Uh yeah. 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 She honestly, she went as quickly as
2: she came as far as <laughs> the speed. They <laughs> threw <laughs> her <laughs> up and then they just took her, her down. <laughs> down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I just feel like it's so, I feel like in line with just Russian history of like, okay, now this is done. This is done. We don't want to do a this anymore. Whole new system in place. Yep. We're not gonna make a big song and dance about, I mean, if this were in the United States, years brick by brick, oh my stone God. by stone. Would There imagine. would be phase one, phase two, phase five. The Russians? No. It's no. done. Apply okay. like
1: you normally would. We don't. We don't care what you think. We're putting up a wall. And now it's gone. And now it's gone. <laughs> Go
2: off, Gunter. <laughs> I
1: know. Oh my god, Gunter. Oh my god, the savior. Shuffling through his notes, notes, Mister Gunter Shabowski said that as far as he was aware, it was effective immediately. I love this image of him being like,
2: um, uh. I mean, <laughs>
1: I don't really have a date, so. No. I- <laughs> Let's just say today. <laughs> let's just say today. Let's just let's just say it. Everybody free to come and go. No visas well, needed. In fact, what had been planned was supposed to start the next day, uh, and there were supposed to be details on applying for a visa. So he just skipped it because obviously it was poorly worded. Yeah. And and all these people showed up at the Berlin Wall.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Great. The news. I mean, it's a day difference. It's like, of course,
2: even if they said this is starting well, tomorrow, people would have showed
1: up. Right. I mean, it's a day difference, but also the other major difference was you were supposed to have to apply for a visa. Oh, so sure. So he he got up there and he was like, "Uh, open border, cool." And everybody was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, awesome." Meanwhile, cool. the people who handed him the papers were like, "Gunther, get the fuck off the TV." <laughs> Gassed. What are you doing? Gunther, you have the TV.
2: Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> KGB was like, oh, my God. My God. Just kill him now. <laughs> He's done. That's the He's end done. of Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gunter. I hope, I hope they didn't actually harm him. <laughs> I know. Like, can we look up Gunter? I need to know. Oh, my God, Gunter. Please tell me you lived a long life. <laughs> I know.
1: But, but obviously it was all over the news because it was a live press conference. Uh, so East Germans flocked to the border in huge numbers. Yes. They were like, let us the fuck out of yeah. here. We yeah. want to go. With only a handful of guards facing hungry, hundreds of angry citizens, force would have been little of little use. Yeah, yeah. There was this whole discussion in this BBC article about, like, why they didn't kill people, basically. And the the, the end of the argument was like, there simply wasn't enough firepower. You're talking about sure. like I, I forgot like two million people or something like yeah. that over the weekend. Like, <laughs> what would you even yeah. do? You've got twelve KGB people or not? I, can't, I don't know who they were, but you know,
2: yeah. yeah, not not and not the
1: look, not the look you especially want,
2: especially if you already announced it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think if this was
1: just like, like this, a your protest
2: fault. or whatever, then. I mean, you still can't justify it, but I think they could have probably justified it and mm-hmm. been like, you know, these were this was, you know, they were coming. They're overthrowing whatever violence. Yeah. But this they were like, you're going to be able to leave. And and people were like, cool, we're leaving. <laughs> Great. Thank you
1: so much. And Bye. We'll,
2: we'd like to take you up on that. So with the fall of the wall comes the reunification of the Germanies, East and West meeting up. North and south, the whole compass is back together. (laughs) So on November 9th, 1989, as the Cold War began to thaw across Eastern Europe, the spokesman for East Berlin's Communist Party announced a change in his city's relations with the West. Starting at midnight that day, he said citizens of the GDR were free to cross the country's borders. East and West Berliners, as we discussed, flocked to the wall, drinking beer and champagne and chanting, Tor auf, open the gate, which is, that's open the gate in German. At midnight, they flooded through checkpoints.
1: Hell yeah.
2: I love it. Bye.
1: Bye. Beer, champagne in hand. Hell yeah. Get the fuck out. Let me out. Tor auf, tor auf. (laughs)
2: More than two million people from East Berlin visited West Berlin that weekend to participate in a celebration that was, one journalist wrote, "quote, the greatest street party in the history of the world." Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. I do believe. I mm-hmm. do believe. I think yep. the only thing that could potentially rival it is um, V V Day, whenever. Um, oh, oh, mm-hmm. the who Germany surrendered. Yeah. World War II. -hmm. People used hammers and picks to knock away chunks of the wall. They became known as, oh, you gave me all the German. Ah. Maurspecht? Maurspecht? Maurspecht, I think. think. Maurspecht, or wall woodpeckers. Okay. While cranes and bulldozers pulled down section after section. Soon, the wall was gone, and Berlin was united for the first time since 1945. It's so crazy. Quote, only today, one Berliner spray painted on a piece of the wall. Quote, is the war really over? True. The reunification of East and West Germany was made official on October 3rd, 1990, almost one year after the fall of the Berlin Wall. So, 45 years of not being a united country. Yeah. Coming to a close in the 90s. Yeah. I was five. I wasn't here yet, but... That's cute. That's cute. I know. Could you imagine? I've never lived in a, in a separate Germany.
1: That's true. I mean, she was not on my high priority list. As a wee one. Yeah, but if you think about it, like, our but, parents, they lived oh, through yeah, yeah. a two-state two Germany. Yeah. It's wild. It's like when I think about um, 9-11 and having grown mm. up, being able to yeah. go to the airport and not, like, you could just go to a gate. Take off shoes. Yeah, you yeah, You don't yeah. have to take yeah. off shoes. You could just go to yeah. a gate, you know? And now, like, I think about people who, you know, were born after that, and they just, mm-hmm. they don't know that they're just that's... like this is what airports are like yeah, yeah it's wild yeah like no no we had a good before we had a good yeah. before we didn't have to take off our stinky shoes
2: well and like what's what and just quick a quick aside yeah the shoes thing is not 9-11
1: no the shoes thing is not 9-11 and the it's shoes thing is
2: so freaking crazy
1: yeah because like, like one guy right a
2: full body it was some dude who put a bomb in a shoe that like didn't didn't even make it past security but because of that, we take off our shoes. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You scan my entire body. Right. You mean to tell me we haven't figured out the shoes? Right.
1: <laughs> like. Uh, right. Like you get in that cylinder thing and it's like burp burp. And then the, you have to wait for them to look yeah. at your body scan. But also, now uh, oh, now you
2: have me revved up. But also, when you do pre-check you don't have to take off your shoes. Right. So, exactly. if, so if I'm if I'm a terrorist wanting to go the shoe route,
1: I'm just going to apply to be pre check. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what about I have pre check? Do you I'm assuming you do too. But I like, just got it actually. I'm uh, very excited. It's so nice when you get yeah. when you get that. That's really nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I could I could have anything in there. Are you telling me that and also what like I, I get the, you know. I'm assuming that's also why you have to take off your sweaters and your whatevers. Yeah. But I was like, you know, at some point, are we just going to, like, everybody, bra and panties, go. Right. Like, you could well, have anything. I I'm just
2: like, if it's if there's a section of people who do not have to do the same security measures, then to me, I'm like, it's, it's not a threat. It's not an no. actual threat. No. Because if there's a cross, I mean, sure, there's like a vetting, quote unquote, vetting system for pre-check, but- if you're a first-time offender, yeah, you can become pre-check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have you no don't... criminal history record, yep. which, like, a lot, especially domestic terrorists nowadays, a lot of them don't yep. have a, a pre-existing criminal record. That's what makes it so profoundly frightening. They could become pre-check.
1: I don't know. Yep. Anyways, this isn't about that. The point is. No, nah, but I agree. I agree with you. Yes. I agree with you. 100%. The Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall. A pre-check of sorts. She's been <laughs> – <laughs> Berlin Wall has been torn down. She's uh, gone. She's gone. Well, parts of her are still there, but she's she, – uh, uh, the effect of her is gone. Right. People, people are the tearing symbolism. it down. The symbolism
2: of her is gone.
1: Is gone. But but there are still parts of her that you can go see. And now they have, like, nice paintings or they're, they're like, historical yep. places. You know, like, Checkpoint Charlie and that kind yeah. of thing. So, this is a little bit about the Berlin Wall Trail, which sounds super cute. And <laughs> like it was a horrible thing. And, but you put trail on it, and it's like, oh, what a nice oh. jolt. Oh, it's so lovely. Go on a walk. So, this is all coming from the article by Paul Sullivan in The Guardian. Uh, he says, quote, it opened in 2004 following a decade long campaign led by Green Party MEP Michael Kramer. The trail is built along the path of the former patrol roads used by East Germany's border guards. The relaying of pathways and installation of signposts, information boards, and memorial sites cost 10 million euros and took three years, but has been a success with visitors and locals. Yeah, it was really cool. True. Yeah. Bernauer Strauss is a street that's located mostly on the eastern side, which forms the city's official Berlin Wall Memorial. And as one of Marweg's most storied stretches, it was here that the, the Maroweg is um, what they, as like, Berlin Trail in German, mm-hmm. or Berlin Wall Trail in German. It was there that the structure claimed its first victim, which was Ida Seichmann, who jumped from an apartment window where some of the most famous tunnels were dug and where in 1961 newlyweds Dieter and Monica Marotz waved across the street to their relatives and neighbors who are not allowed to attend the ceremony so just some some recognition of the people who suffered as a result of the separation of East and West Germany
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: great like i'm yeah i think when we like take away these big things and kind of sweep it all under the rug and you know it's like you got to you got to honor the moment and the history you can't just yeah you can't just let it well, and that's let the what's... lessons go to waste you know what i mean yeah
2: That's what I like. I think Berlin. I mean, Berlin's the only city in Germany I've been to, but out of like every European city that I've had the privilege of going to Berlin specifically is that's like the, the mission statement. It is, it is very much like nothing is being pushed under the rug between like, the the role of Germany in World War Two, mm-hmm. Nazism, like all mm-hmm. of that. It is on display. Yeah. It is not a joke. Yeah. Like the, we did this. It is full accountability and full respect for those who suffered greatly from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like it's such a city full of like youth and and mm-hmm. vitality, but also like very like, heavy reverence yeah, yeah, for yeah. the past. It's, yep. it's remarkable. I yeah. can't recommend going to Berlin enough. It's yeah. such a
1: great city. I really, yeah, I really love the the times that I've been there. It's And it's just such a cool city to see, too, because it's also, it's been through wars. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, been re, been built and then rebuilt and then rebuilt. And so it's yeah. just this wild, kind of crazy... More so than I think any other city that I've been to in Europe, um, like just you know, like puzzle this like makeshift yeah. kind of Picasso puzzle of architecture and city planning and layout, and it's it's yeah it's cool. I like it a lot. So at the memorial's southern end is a window of remembrance. On the trail, it's a large steel unit containing photographic portraits of the 136 people who died at the wall. Mostly young men between 16 and 30, but also several women, and even six kids under nine. It's partly in tribute to these victims, as well as the others who suffered pain and grief, that the Marwag was constructed.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, this thing was not... This thing was not cool. No. No. And no. thank God it came down. And yeah, thank I mean, God would... David
1: Hasselhoff was there. I mean, praise him,
2: <laughs> <laughs> an icon, an icon to to oh, um, out outshine all other icons.
1: Seriously, I mean, did the Berlin would the Berlin Wall have fallen if David Hasselhoff was not there to sing about it?
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. So yes, that is the end of our part two of the berlin wall it's been such a long time since we've done a two-parter and i really I know. do like them yeah i really do if you guys like two-parters let us know reach out to us twitter and instagram at let's get civical if there's something you want a two-part episode about or a, a topic that you feel like warrants a two-part episode or if we've done an episode before and you're like i feel like this there's more to this yeah honey you're in the driver's seat we are merely passengers in your dream and vision of this podcast series. <laughs> and we love you. We always love you. You know that. So as always, if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lefts Please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday.
1: Goodbye.